Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So as you guys can see, today we'll be talking about Christian dating questions. And honestly, I did not do this on purpose, believe it or not. Um, uh, as you guys know, our last episode was about uh, detoxing Christian dating and now we're talking about christian dating questions um my friend actually sent me this um this girl's instagram that she kind of like outlined different good questions for christian dating and i was like oh that's a great idea and that was like two three weeks ago so this was not on purpose but i think it's it ties in very well um so yeah that's what we'll be talking about today but before we get into that um just want to tell you guys we are on our way to 11k listens um on the podcast overall so that's pretty litty um let me see if i can bring this up and today our top listen well i guess our most our trending top episodes are what a man should be which is episode 20 uh episode 63 which is safe people uh episode 70 which is be fruitful and multiply and episode 22 which is proverbs 31 relationship goals so that's what you guys are listening to right now um, let me see if I can get you guys some demographics for our listeners. Let's see who's at the top. Now, UK caught up at one point again. So let's see where y'all are at. Okay. UK is in top three again. Okay. So it's United States, Canada, the UK, and then Belgium. <laughs> wow. And Guyana is coming up here too. These are, look at my people. Appreciate you guys. Um, so yeah, pretty cool stuff going on. Really glad to see you guys are enjoying the podcast still and that it is growing Shout out to all my TikTokers, all the people on um, uh, Instagram, and my new followers from, uh, or new listeners from our last podcast episode uh, with Landon. So thank you guys for being here. Um, so yeah, I think it's awesome that we talked about, uh, you know, the dating world or, or the culture of dating. Um, but I wanted to, uh, I've been meaning to actually post different questions you can ask um, while Christian dating on TikTok. Um, and I guess this will help me kind of get them all in one place so you guys can have them in writing. Um, well, you know, I will do that. Actually, actually, I actually did one last week. So you guys have one. I'm going to do like a series of it. Um, but this one's a little more of an in-depth talk about the kinds of questions and why and when to ask them. So um, I think I've briefly talked about this, uh, like what I usually ask guys on the apps, but that's like just my go-to question and these are more in-depth questions you can ask as well so yeah let's get right into it so i have a uh, previous episode i did with mr howard um on more neutral questions to ask in episode 33 so those that's a good episode you guys can catch up on and look at as well so those questions are geared towards getting to know people in more of a creative way i guess you could say uh that's more fun than like talking about the weather or asking about someone's favorite color but he helps with the understanding that all questions can lead to depth and I think that is so important because I think some Christians or people in general get so focused on finding out if someone is the person for them that they forget that they're living they are living like breathing human being like regardless of their compatibility with them um, we spoke about how this person you know may not be your person but you have the opportunity to get to know a person and 
you know, maybe get to know what you don't want or um, what you do want, but also like, you know, sometimes the things that you want are coupled with things you don't want in that person. And, and that's okay. That doesn't make them undesirable overall. They're just not for you. And that's literally all right. <laughs> um, and I want to take that, you know, a step further. We all have worth because God took time out of his busy schedule to create us and place us on this earth. So we ought to respect the people that we aren't attracted to or won't be marrying. And that there's so many things that go into that, you know, like not ghosting people, um, not being disrespectful because you're not attracted to them. Um, we can't be so focused on finding the one that we miss an opportunity to love someone and show them Jesus. Um, just like I spoke about in episode 64 about vulnerability, we spoke about how a part of forgiveness is letting people know where things didn't work so they can love the next person better. So with dating, that can be if the person did something that you felt slightly you know, slighted by or if there was some way you feel like they were habitually sinning, you can let them know in a respectful way because you can cause conviction and help them strengthen their relationship with Christ. Um, I joke with my friends about this and... And honestly, like, I genuinely feel like this is the truth. Um, Y'all probably heard me say it before, but I really do feel like my dating, I don't know what to call it, career. <laughs> I want to say career because it feels like a job. Um, Has been me just bringing men back to Christ, like, on these apps and just, like, meeting them and saying, like, you know, you may not be where the Lord wants you to be, but he loves you and, and remember that, you know, I can't be with you because... I love Jesus and you don't love Jesus, but you are also loved by the Lord. Um, and I usually see it as an annoyance, but if I think about it, it is pretty much an honor. Um, I actually talked to this guy recently and, and usually when guy, when I talk to guys about this who are level headed and emotionally mature, <laughs> they respond like, honestly, I spoke to this guy recently. Um, and you know, he was saying like, I asked him if he, uh, how important his relationship with the Lord is because it's important to me. And he's basically saying like, you know, <laughs> it's not really where it needs to be. And I just like thanked him for being honest with me and just let him know, like, um, you know, if you do prioritize Christ, your life will be beautiful. And there's a lot of, um, I don't remember quite what I said because we unmatched after that, but basically just letting him know that if he creates God as a, as his main priority then his life will um reflect the beauty of that and he said he appreciated it and I thought that was pretty cool that I could speak that into his life I don't know if it changed anything but um he was open enough to listen so um yeah you can use your dating experience as a way to share the gospel and teach people about God's character and his love for them so um, something I feel like the Lord has reminded me of lately is that it's not always about me. <laughs> and, you know, he gives us this message in many different ways in life, you know. Um, but we need to be kingdom minded in everything that we do. And that includes dating. And it extends all the way into sexuality because in marriage, you should be focused on your spouse's pleasure over your own. And they should be having that same mindset so that it equals out. So I know that might have felt like a tangent but I think it's so important to remember that dating is not solely about you it is not only about you and what you can gain from it um and what your desires are you can steward the the relationships that don't become romantic but also your marriage will solely it won't solely be about you either you know like 
if you're thinking and dating that um, dating is about you, you'll get into marriage and you'll probably have that same mindset. Marriage is not only about you either. Just like I said about sexuality, even in the bedroom, it's still not only about you. So with this mindset, being kingdom minded can, um, we can ask questions that reflect that, you know? So, um, like I said earlier, there are many other neutral questions you can ask and you should ask, but when you are trying to gauge if you are equally yoked, these are the helpful, helpful questions that I'll be talking about. So I think I'll highlight about five of them, but, um, the first question can, you can ask may sound like a no brainer, but it's tell me about your relationship with Jesus or tell me about how important, uh, your relationship is with Jesus. Now y'all may think that literally doesn't tell me anything, but sis or, um, bro, um, it will, it will every time it will. I recently asked a guy this and he answered something to the effect of, I grew up in the church and I pray a lot, but it's not like I put it before anything. Um, now I'm going to tell you right now, if he hits you with a, I, I grew up in church, don't fall for that sis. Okay. I grew up doing a lot of stuff when I was younger. Okay. And so did you, I grew up going to school for my whole childhood. I went to history class every single week. I am 27 years old and couldn't tell you when the declaration of independence was signed. Hey, don't look, Hey, hold on. Don't judge me. I'm just being on with y'all. Right? I'm being vulnerable. I'm being honest with you. I couldn't tell you when the civil war started. Um, couldn't tell you when world, when world war one happened or why I couldn't, I, just, I couldn't even show you North Dakota on a map. I couldn't do it. And don't even get me started on math. Don't even get me started on math. <laughs> so we know from just logic that just because someone used to do something doesn't mean they still can. So why don't we apply that to dating, especially as Christians? Why are we using that as a, oh, y'all be like, ooh, ooh, so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> just because you used to do something. Don't do that. And, you know, that's real cute and funny until you are waiting on that chance to come to fruition for six years. God help. That's the last thing you need. OK, we can't be dating potential, y'all. And we also need to know what a reasonable answer is, because if you're not where you need to be with your walk um, with Christ, it's so much easier to settle for someone who is right where you are. Did you hear that? If you're not where you need to be, you're going to pro- a lot. of You see this a lot of the time in relationships. People are usually more compatible than not if they're in a relationship. So if you are not where you need to be in your relationship with Christ, then you are going to be with someone. It's more likely that you'll be with someone who is also not where they need to be. So we can't be just dating potential um, because then you're settling for someone who's less than what they need to be. So if your focus is not on seeking the kingdom as Christ calls us to um, and the fruit that we produce, the time we spend in the word and fellowship, then how will we know what to ask and how are we going to hold someone to that standard and how are we going to even know the answer, the correct answer that they're supposed to give us? Because we, you can be asking the great questions and not know what they, the answer should sound like. So, yeah. Um, definitely need to check that in yourself as well. So you know you are able to even decipher what the, what a answer that is reasonable would sound like. And that brings us to my next question. And I think you guys have heard me ask this before. But the question is, how does your life reflect your relationship with Jesus? Um, and I think that question is, it's really getting at the fruit that that person bears. And uh, 
I think some people may say, oh, Sonata, you can't know if someone's a Christian or not. Okay. But the Bible does tell us that you will know my, my children by their fruit, right? That's plainly in the Bible. So that's the same thing in dating. You will know God's children by their fruit. Um, and that's the kind of, this is the, this is what this question is asking about. What does your life look like? Um, and it may even lead you to other questions like how important is church attendance to you and, and, or fellowshipping with other believers? Because remember, we are the church. Um, you know, their answer may also answer the question of if they prioritize reading their word or spending time with the Lord daily. Um, do they look for opportunities to serve others? I think it's important to ask open-ended questions because, just like a test in school, it proves that the person has a full understanding without being provided multiple choices or like a yes or no question. So allow them to answer open-ended questions, not yes or no or anything like that. Um, and some people may disagree, but I think if anyone says any variation of, well, I'm not perfect, but that's an orange flag to me. Okay. I'm not going to say it's red, but it's orange. And I'm going to tell you why. Christianity is not about being perfect. If you know the gospel, it don't got nothing to do with us at well, at the first part, <laughs> okay? Um, in my opinion, that shows me a flaw in that person's theology if they're thinking, oh, I'm not perfect, but I don't think they fully understand the gospel. And that's why I say it's an orange flag, okay? Um, I'm not saying you have to dump them, um, but it definitely calls for more curiosity into why they would say that. Um, and then that brings me to my next question. How would you describe the gospel or what is your understanding of the gospel and this gonna lose a lot of them okay it's gonna it's gonna lose a lot of them this word this where a lot of them just fall off right here okay they're gonna take a hop skip and a jump right out of your life um it's gonna be like one of those moments where it's like ah you got me you know what I'm saying? because i'll tell you right now a lot of christians don't even know the answer to this okay a lot of christians don't even know the answer to this what is your understanding of the, uh, uh, um um okay so these questions are they're an opportunity for you to look at yourself as well and see how you would even answer them. And if you don't have an answer, I encourage you to find one. Okay. Um, so the question I just listed, tell me about your relationship with Jesus or how important your relationship is. How does your life reflect your relationship with Christ? And how would you describe the gospel should be questions you ask very early on because we ain't about to be unequally yoked out here. Okay. If you are part of the parallel squad, we that's not how we live. That's not how we operate, okay? Um, if those three questions don't line up with the gospel, go ahead and turn this podcast episode off. Go go end it, then hop back on because these next questions are not for them, okay? I felt like Ian fixed my life just now because <laughs> it's not for you, sis. It's not for you, bro. Like, I promise you, it's not. That's not why. Why you want to put yourself in that situation? And say with somebody that can't answer these, these three questions. It's just not what these questions I'm about to say is it's done now. Okay. Next ones, they're not even for them anymore. Okay. So, so it, just keep these in your head for the future. Okay. But if they do, if they do line up, God bless you. Cause it sounds like you're working with a man of God. Um, and now you can find out if y'all even compatible. You know what I'm saying? Like if he, y'all got your lives match up. Um, and I did a, a podcast episode about that as well. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't remember what episode that was, but, um, it's important that your lives are compatible. Um, cause you don't want to force anything to work. That's not going to work. 
and that's that's okay you don't have to do that and just hearing all this just reminds me I, I said in, a, in an earlier episode I think it was um <laughs> I can't remember what episode it was oh yes we were talking about online dating that was one of my earlier episodes with one of my friends Genesis and I really do believe that marriage is a miracle because listen to everything we just went through like if they don't answer those first three questions correctly they they're completely off the off the roster they're off the roster already now you got to figure out if you even like this person do you even really like them as a person and then they're gonna have to like you back and then they're gonna have to want to marry you and live the rest of their life with you that's a lot it's a miracle um and that should really allow y'all to take a little bit of pressure off yourselves like the lord is has to be in control of it because i don't know y'all i don't i don't think i can do it myself it's hard out here so yes that's that um, I don't think the next conversations that I'm going to outline for you guys, um, need to come up until after they've asked the previous, but these are questions about, um, well, this next question is about sexual boundaries. So, um, what are your views on waiting to have sex before marriage? What are other sexual boundaries you think we should have? Um, because you'd be surprised. Okay. Well, you might, you might not be, but you know, People can know their word. They can be active in the church and still be trying to have sex with you or get you sent on pictures or send sexual texts. Like they can still be doing it. Um, there's only been one time that a guy has started the conversation with me about um, him being celibate, not wanting to have um, sex before marriage. Only one time. Um, I've talked to a guy who said he would do it with me. Oh, let me say that differently. He would do it for me or he would abstain for me, um, but he wasn't doing it before me um even with his most previous relationship and when I asked him um why he said something like something stupid like a man's got needs or something you know and what you know I was single something something like that like oh you know well you know I should have stopped but I (sighs) so y'all already know that that I'm, I'm still single so you know where that relationship ended and I get that people can change and you may be the first girl that he's waiting for, but it's definitely a orange flag. Actually, it's a red flag if they try to justify their sin. That's for anybody in any situation, family, friends, um, romantically. Um, And we stopped talking for different reasons, but his lack of maturity was made evident in other ways outside of that. So definitely have this conversation early on as well, because you will be two humans with bodies in a room alone at some point and this conversation needs to be had to avoid sinning um and and then having to set boundaries because like I told y'all you have a responsibility in protecting the person you are with in in that way sexually as well because you don't want to be the person that causes someone you say you care about to sin against God like think about that so make sure you're um being preventative and not reactive in these situations have the conversation earlier on um you also don't want to accidentally overstep people's boundaries um just simple ones like kissing or hugging too long or staying over too long like these conversations are very important to have and um I've done previous episodes about that as well um so yeah definitely want to have the conversation about um sexuality and how you guys are going to create boundaries to honor the Lord that and after all of those check out, then you can ask more fun questions. Like, um, if you could only have one fruit of the spirit, what would it be? And they can't choose love. So that's a fun one. 
Um, or if you met Judas today, would you give him a two piece or a three piece? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Punch a man right in his face. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> I actually did have that one written down. I genuinely did. Um, but I mean, you know, you could turn that one into something else. Like what would you, what would be the first thing you would say to Judas if you could have a conversation with him in heaven? And that means like, remember when we're in heaven, all anger, sadness, negative feelings will all be gone. So, um, what could you say from a different place, a different heart? Um, and these are, there are like so many fun conversations you can have. And my friend sent me this list that, um, this girl on Instagram called girl defined made. If you guys want a visual list on Instagram, um, I can include that in the link, uh, in the bio today as well. Um, but I, I'm going to be doing a series on TikTok, so you guys can check that out. Um, but that girl also has a free guide to 136 questions that she has written. Now I haven't looked through all of them, so I can't like, um, co-sign it. Um, but the ones that I've seen are, do seem like biblically sound and reasonable. So um, I can link that for you guys as well. So yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and was helpful to you. Um, give you guys some questions, some things to think about, um, from the person's perspective where, you know, they want to know these things about you. So you can kind of look inward and see what your understanding is and where you're at with these things, but also asking these questions to other people. And I would love to hear how these questions end up going it you know great or bad like how how has it affected your dating as well so um you guys can dm me um you can anonymously anonymously write me with ngl um the link in my instagram bio and i can put that link in the podcast bio as well so yeah as you guys know you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on instagram tic tac tic tac tiktok and youtube um and remember Always speak the truth in love, kiss the sun, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.